call and your telephone number will be monitored and recorded. What up, good people of the world? Welcome to another episode of Ernie's Wisdom from the Underground. Before I start today's episode, I just want to say something quickly. Just send love and healing out to the universe. To the people in it right now, we're going through a pandemic with the coronavirus and a lot of people uh, are suffering uh, in prison and in the world and I just want to send love and healing into the universe for those people who are affected um, that's going through it that have lost loved ones in prison and outside of prison and just offer some words of encouragement just hang in there Stay positive. Um, I know it's difficult right now, but but everything is temporary, and uh, we're resilient people, and we have gone through so many atrocities, so many, so so much adversity in life. Um, this is just another one of those things that we'll have to deal with and uh, cope with, and we will overcome. So hang in there, people. Today, I am going to talk about my experience with therapy and how my self-esteem I'm going to talk about is how my life changed for the better. I'm going to talk about specific experiences with therapy and education that greatly impacted my life for the better. I'll be picking up, picking it up from the last podcast that I did, um, and I remember when I was in Juvenile Hall in 1995. And uh, I had been into a, a bunch of fights. And I remember one time, I went, I had gotten into a fight, another fight with a guy, and I was in a hole, got sent to the hole. <clears throat> and I remember this was a very pivotal moment in my life. Because I remember breaking down when I was in a hole. I was in a, I was in a cell by myself. Um, and I just remember breaking down. I remember crying. I remember feeling angry. I remember feeling frustrated. And I was one of those kids when I cried, it was because I had so much stuff bottled up inside of me. And you know, it, 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 it had to come out. And I came, I, I was so angry uh, when I cried. I was like an angry person. When I got angry, I cried. And I was just, I was just, I was just really angry. And I, and it was like, I remember felt just feeling overwhelmed. Just, it was like, man, I got into another fight. Cause I, it's like, I kept getting in trouble. Um, and I remember promising my mom that I would do what do good and stay out of trouble. And it was like, no matter what, I always found that I kept fighting. 
it's like I felt like I couldn't get out of my own way. Um, but I had this breakdown and I asked myself, hey, why do I keep fighting? And I remember what came out of that was that, oh, because I keep getting to a fight because I'm, I'm a gang member. And uh, I would later learn uh, that that wasn't it. But in that moment, uh, that's what I thought, that's what I felt. So I decided to disassociate myself from my gang. And that was something huge. Uh, and I was really scared and nervous about that because of the environment I was in and how people would perceive me. However, that's what I chose to do at that time. And that, that was powerful, especially for a, I was 15 years old at this point. And uh, I would be going to uh, CYA, that's the California Youth Authority, uh, shortly. So, but what I came to learn was that <laughs> even when I uh, disassociated myself from my gang, I continued to fight. <laughs> uh, so that wasn't that wasn't the issue, right? But this segues right into the next part, which was therapy. The impact therapy had on me is what really helped me change my life. And when I think of therapy, really what it is, is really self-education. It was, for me, what therapy was, and I'm going to go through the specifics, but what it really was for me was uh, me getting to know uh, myself, but let me not get ahead of myself, let me just, let me just start at the top. So one of the things that therapy did for me, <laughs> um, because when I'm in a new authority, we had counselors, we had people that um, we had to talk to, and well, we were encouraged to talk to, and eventually I ended up being, I ended up talking to them. Um, and I remember specific counselors one, and I'm going to talk about him a lot. Uh, his name is uh, his name was Califani. We know him as Califani, but his name was Batani Califani. Um, an amazing person, uh, an amazing soul, and he was a he was a youth correctional counselor, and. Um, I also had Miss Shannon, and I remember Miss Novoa as well. Um, but it was California that I spoke to the most. And, uh, and I just remember our sessions. Uh, they were just really powerful. And what I got out of therapy um, was really important. And it gave me a space to talk about my feelings and my thoughts. And this is a very important point, a point for me um, because I grew up in a household where I didn't have that safety. 
I felt like every time I said something, I was ridiculed. I wasn't listened to. Um, I was made to feel uh, bad or guilty about what I said by both of my parents. It really wasn't a healthy environment for me to to talk or share my feelings. So I felt like I had a lot of stuff bottled up inside of me that wasn't good for me. So having a safe space to talk about how I felt was really powerful for me. One of the things therapy gave me, and I think you have to have the right therapist and the right counselor uh, talking to you and basically giving you that space to be you. Um, I don't think it's that from all therapists um, or counselors, but I definitely got that with Califani. Um, another thing that was powerful that I received from therapy is I is facing my feelings, facing um, my anger and my hurt directly instead of <clears throat> instead of running from them. And this is very powerful, and a lot of people might not. This like this, I consider drug and anger. <clears throat> I consider anger a drug, and I say that I was uh, addicted to drugs. I was addicted to anger. I would use my anger as as a way um, to numb myself, to kind of escape from um, what was the hurt that was really going on inside of me. Very similar to a drug addict that uses crack or crystal or weed or any other substance to escape from reality or um, to distract them from what they're really feeling inside. And that's what I use with with anger. It was almost as if when I got angry, I used to protect myself from hurt feelings that I was feeling inside of myself. And I think when I started going on a therapy, I I started to understand for the role that anger plays in my life, how I use anger um, to cover up my pain. You know, when I was facing when I'm facing my feelings, I learned how to be honest about my feelings that hurt that I was feeling. The abandonment that I was feeling. And I learned how to not avoid or run away from those feelings and just to um to face them instead of running from them. Instead of allowing myself to be distracted by other things. And that was powerful for me. Um and another thing, and the last thing I want to talk about is, and this is definitely important too, is going to therapy allowed me to get to know myself, to really get to know myself, to gain insight on myself. And this is where I talk about it's really like a self-education within myself, just learning my feelings, learning my thoughts, you know. Why do I think like this? Why do I feel like this? And really answering those questions. 
within myself. Um, and oftentimes, what I had to do, I had to revisit my childhood, my childhood trauma, and what I experienced from my mother and my father, you know, through other relatives in my community, what I, what I, what I learned in school, or what I didn't learn in school, and how those things impacted me. You know, that was that was really, really, really powerful for me to really learn myself in this way and to be able to engage myself in a way where I, I'm like, I'm the subject that I'm studying in school, Vernon Evans. Um, and I was able to make a lot of connections between my childhood and how I was behaving. And one, one of the things that I would learn is that the reason why I fought so much, it wasn't because I was a gang member, um, it was because I was hurt inside. When I felt hurt inside, I used anger as a way to protect me because I needed protection. And when I went in that protective mode, I started to fight people. And I was able to learn this as a way to go into therapy. Califani Bafani played a huge role in my life. He was a, a youth correctional counselor in the California Youth Authority. Um, he was he was like he was like a guard. Um, he was like a correctional officer. He was a correctional officer for the youth authority. Um, but this man was really powerful, and I, he is single-handedly responsible for why I decided to go to college. Okay, I'm going to briefly share a little something about Califani. Uh, Califani was an older black man who grew up, who was born and raised in South Central Los Angeles. Um, he was a former gang member from uh, an older gang called the Baby Swafford, uh in, in Los Angeles. He was able to reach me because of his, his background. He was a gang member, a former gang member. He was from the streets of Los Angeles, and he was easily related. And he could talk. He was a great speaker. And at first he annoyed me, got on my nerves because he liked to hold these speeches to take our program away from us. And I just I hate it because I want to go play basketball, go do some other stuff. But uh, <laughs> uh but uh we ended up talking to him and he ended up glowing on me. And uh he was so informative, he was so knowledgeable. He would talk about black history, he would talk about Mexican history, he would talk about American history, he would talk about geography, and he, and he was just so knowledgeable about so many different things. And he made me, he made being educated seem cool. And I was like, yo, that's the stuff, I'm feeling that. And uh, this is important. Because he was like my 
like my teacher and my tutor. And I learned so much about my history, about world history, uh, geography, how him. So he was learning with the correct off, but his time as a teacher, uh, powerful. And because of the things that I learned, and I learned about all kinds of people, he would bring in books, he would bring in newspaper articles, he would uh, he would tell you, he would encourage you, like, hey, Vernon, don't believe anything I'm saying. Go back and research it. And that's exactly what I did. And I went back, I went to the library. I would read the books that he gave me. I would ask questions. And I would just study. And I filled my brain up with so much knowledge and so much information about Brown, the Panther Party, Fred Hampton, Francis Atkins, Denmark B.C., David Walker, uh, Dr. Charles King, Nat Turner. So, there's so many people, so many people that I did learn about, so many black people that made so many contributions. Black people that created the street signal, dustpan. So, so many people, and it was just so surprising. And as a, as, as a natural, uh, as a natural progress in just learning about all of these people, I started to feel different. But I was beginning to learn about all these black people that made all of these contributions, positive contributions to our country, to the world. Started to make me feel good about myself. It started to make me feel like I was connected to something much more powerful. But I started to learn about the African dynasty, the African African civilization. It made me feel like I was connected to something great. Instead of learning about slavery and how wretched my people were. It did something really different for me. I started to think differently. I started to feel differently. I started to believe that my life was something more valuable than being a gang member, shooting people. I started to believe that I could achieve something more than what my parents achieved, what my family members achieved. I started to believe that I could do something great. It started with California. I owe my whole transformation to that man. It all started with him. And there were plenty of other people that came along the way that, that assisted me in that process. But it most definitely began with him. So, if you happen to be listening to this, Salafani, I wanted to take a moment to thank you and let you know that I really appreciate what you have done for me. 
thank you. I love you, and I really appreciate what you've done for me in my life. You know, another thing that happened to me when, you know, California was teaching me all of these lessons was I became curious. I became really critical. And that was something very powerful because when I got to college, you know, we're taught to be critical, to ask questions when we're writing papers, um, and to challenge, challenge the sources of the information that, that, that we're taking in. You know, where did this stuff come from? When was it written? Who wrote it? Wrote it? Who were these people? You know, um, and, you know, he always encouraged me to be critical. He even told me not to trust him. <laughs> You know, we got to trust him. So for sure, uh, you know, when I'm reading the book, I'm going to have to check my references and, and critique that and really, you know, and understand it. And he taught me to be a critical thinker. And that was very important to me because all the shit that I've been learning up in school was about how white people were the founders of this country, you know, the pillars of civilization, how everything started and began with them. And the shit made me feel like crap. So for Calabonia to teach that that vital lesson about being critical, that would serve me very well. Um, when I'm running across guys like Darwin, and, you know, his lessons about civilization and black people and other people, it taught me to be critical and not to believe everything that I was believing. Because a lot of people had a lot of agendas, racist agendas, that really wasn't designed to uh, learn about facts and the truth, but was really designed to subjugate black people, to dominate black people, to steal our knowledge and our information and claim it for themselves. So when I started to become critical, it really turned on something really deep inside. And it served me well in college. California not only made, made me believe that I can go to college and graduate college and be something magnificent. But he also gave me the tools that I needed to succeed in college. And I didn't know this at that time. But his lessons taught me so much about myself. And it was just so powerful. To say that the self-esteem element connected to my studies was really important. It was really important for me and for my growth and for my development, for my emotional maturity. So with that, I'm going to bring this podcast to an end for now. Ladies and 
gentlemen. And I want to thank you guys for uh, giving me the space to, you know, share my experience with you guys. And I hope what I've shared today, uh, by being vulnerable and transparent with you, I hope it was meaningful to you. Uh, I hope that uh, it gave you some ideas, some tools maybe that you can use to dig uh, inside of yourself and be the best that you can be. If you have any questions, you want to give any feedback, please, I welcome it. Uh, go to my Instagram page, Wisdom from Underground. No spaces. Again, Wisdom from Underground. Thank you for being to stay tuned. The next podcast will be released next Monday. And again, thank you to the people of the world for joining Furnace. Another episode. Wisdom from the underground. Peace and love, folks.